0: CHAPTER TWENTY OF MANX FAIRY-TALES This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by phone. MANX FAIRY-TALES BY SOPHIA MORRISON THE FAIRY-CHILD OF CLOSENY-LAY One time there was a woman named Colu, in Closeney-Lay, near Glen Mee, and she had a child that had fallen sick in a strange way. Nothing seemed wrong with him, yet crosser and crosser he grew, yin yanging night and day. The woman was in great distress. Charms had failed, and she didn't know rightly what to do. It seems that when about a fortnight old, the child, as fine a child for his age as you would see in a day's walk, was left asleep while the mother went to the well for water. Now herself forgot to put the tongs on the cradle and when she came back the child was crying pitifully and there was no quieting for him. And from that very hour the flesh seemed to melt off his bones till he became as ugly and as wizened a child as he would see between the point of air and the calf. He was that way. His whining howl filled the house for four years, lying in his cradle without motion on him to put his feet under him. Not a day's rest nor a night's sleep had the woman these four years with him. She was fairly scourged until there came a fine day in the spring, while Begg Bridsen, the tailor, was in the house sewing. Hum is dead now, but there's many alive that remember him yet. He was wise tremendous, for he was going from house to house sewing and gathering wisdom as he was going.' Well, before that day, the tailor was seeing lots of wickedness in the child. When the woman would be out feeding the cows and pigs, he would be hoisting his head up out of the cradle and making faces at the tailor, winking and slicking, and shaking his head and saying, What a lad I am! That day, the woman wanted to go to the shop to sell some eggs that she had, and says to the tailor, Hom, man, keep your eye on the child, that the bow won't fall out of the cradle and hurt himself, while well, slip down to the shop. When she was gone, the tailor began to whistle, low and slow, to himself, as he stitched, the tune of a little hymn. Drop that, hum beg, said a little harsh voice. The tailor, scandalized, looked round to see if it was the child that had spoken, and it was. Wush, wush now, like weight, said the tailor. Rocking the cradle with his foot, and as he rocked he whistled the hymn tune louder. Drop that, humbug, I tell ye, and give us something light and handy, said the little fellow back to him, middling sharp. Oh, anything at all to please thee, said the tailor, whistling a jig. Hum, said my lad, can thou dance anything to that? I can, said the tailor, can thou? I can that said my lad would thou like to see me dance i would said the tailor. take that old fiddle down then hum man he said and put the tune of the big wheel on it oh i'll do that for thee and welcome said the tater the fiddle quits its on the wall and the tailor tunes up hum said the little fella "'Before thou begin to play, clear the kitchen for me. "'Cheers and stools, everything away. "'Make a place for me to step out to the music man.' "'Oh, I'll do that for thee, too,' said the tailor. "'He cleared the kitchen floor, and then he struck a tune he wheeled for. "'In a crack, the little fellow bounced from his cradle onto the floor "'with a chew, and began flying round the kitchen. "'Go it, Tom, face your partner.' Heel and toe does it. Well done, Hom. More power to your elbow, man. Hom plays faster and faster, till my lad was jumping as high as the table. With a chew, up goes his foot on top of the dresser, and chew, then on top of the chimney piece, and chew, bang against the partition. Then he was half-flying, half-footing it round the kitchen, turning and going that quick that it put a reel in Hom's head to be looking at him. Then he was whirling everything round for a clear space, even Hom himself, who by degrees gets up on the table in the corner and plays wilder and faster as the whirling jig grows madder and swifter. Me, said the tailor, drawing down the fiddle. I must run. Thou are not the child that was in the criddle, are thou? Hal man, thou art right enough, said the little fella. Strike up for me. Make haste. Make haste, man. Keep jogging your elbow. Whoosh, said the tailor. Here's herself coming. The dance suddenly ceased. The child gave a hop, skip, and jump into the cradle. Go on with thy sewing, hom. Don't say a word, said the little fella, covering himself up in the clothes till nothing was left of him to be seen, except his eyes, which kicked out like ferrets. When herself came in the house, the tailor, all of the tremble, was sitting cross-legged on the round table, and his specks on his nose, and letting on that he was busy sewing. The child in the cradle was grinning and crying as usual. What an old the whirl! But it's the square stitching, altogether, there's been going on here, and me out. And how thou can see the needle in that dark corner, Hombritsen? let alone so it baits me said she siding the place well well then well well on the bogie millish what is it at all at all that's doing on the vein? did he think mammy had gone and left him then decree mammy's going to feed him though the tailor had been thinking mighty with himself what he ought to do so he said look here woman Give him nothing at all, but go out and get a creelful of good turf and a wisp of fern. She brought the turf, and throws a bundle of fern on it. The tailor gave a leap off the table down to the floor, and it wasn't long till he had the fine fire. Thou will have the house put on fire for me, Hom, said herself. No fear, but I'll fire some of them, said the tailor. The child, with his two eyes going out of his head, watching to see what the tailor was going to do, was slowly turning his whining howl into a kind of call, to his own sort to come and fetch him, it's like. I'll send thee home, said the tailor, drawing near the cradle, and he stretches out his two hands to take the child and put him on the big red turf fire. Before he was able to lay a hand on him, the little fella leaped out of the cradle and took for the door. The back of me hand and in the sole of my foot to you said he if i would only have had another night i could have showed thee a trick or two more than that yet then the door flew open with a bang as though someone had thrown it open and he took off with himself like a shot a hullabaloo of laughing and making fun was heard outside and the noise of many running little feet out of the door of the house goes herself and hum after her they see no one but they caught sight of a flock of low-lying clouds shaped like gulls chasing each other away up Glen russian and then came to her ears as if afar off from the clouds sharp whistles and wicked little laughs as if making mock of them then as they were turning round to come back she suddenly sees right before her her own sweet rosy smiling child with thumb in mouth lying on a mossy bank And she took all the joy in the world of the child that he was back again safe and sound End of the Fairy Child of Closing Day Recording by Phone